Hello and welcome or welcome back to Small Talk. I'm Kirsty. And I'm Naomi. Hello. And this week we are chatting all about all things female. It is, of course, um, I don't Why think it's running down. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. <laughs> International Women's Day isn't today, it's tomorrow. Like, as in the day this is released, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's the next day because it's on the 8th as far. I'm sure it's the 8th of I March. So. I'm, go- I'm gonna trust my intuition and say it's the 8th of March, in which case this goes out on the 7th. So we're a day early, but that's fine. We are actually gonna do like women themed episodes. Yeah, because it's March. still like women's month so yeah exactly all of march so stay tuned for that there's exciting exciting episodes to come with guests and uh, we haven't actually figured out what the other small talk one will be but it will be good don't worry we will it always is we will get it always is yeah 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 Yeah. so um life update i don't have any (laughs) i do this every week i'm like nothing has changed um Honestly, no, I'm just saying, well, my air fryer broke. That's a pretty yeah, big deal for me. Yeah, that's true. It's it really sad. I just, well. I finished them. Um, it took oh, me yeah. like half an hour today, maybe even more, to cook yeah. a freaking vegan sausage roll in the oven, whereas normally in the mm. air fryer, it would take me like 15 minutes. And it still wasn't fully cooked. And I was like, I just need I to don't eat know, it I kinda... because Kirsty's waiting for me. And it was really upsetting. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> like, uh, I could have kept sleeping, don't worry. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like an, an oven moment because I can chuck it in and then watch a show before it's done. Well, I mean, I can do that with the air fryer too, but it's like, I know if I put it in the air fryer, it's going to come out perfect every time. Whereas mm. with the oven, I feel like I leave it in there for 10 years and then I come back to it. I never preheat cooked. an oven. No, I am either. the worst at preheating. I'm like, who's got time for that nonsense? Literally, no. I can't, I can't be bothered with that. And I've never had any issues of recently, so... Honestly, I don't even know why it's a thing. What difference does it actually make? Yeah, it hardly makes I've any never difference. Sometimes I add, in my life. sometimes I just add like an extra minute onto the cooking time. And it's fine. Yeah, pretty doesn't much. Really make a difference. It doesn't. I always it's get just scared because I preheat it, preheat it, and then like forget, and then or like I take so embarrassingly long to cook anything. And do you mm-hmm. know what though? It's not. No, I'm saying embarrassingly long because it embarrasses everyone around me. But it doesn't actually embarrass me. I can care less. I call it mindful cooking. I like right. to cook and take my time. I do not like to be rushed when I'm cooking, which is why I never cook for other people. <laughs> fuck that. And I just yeah. do. And that's why I hate cooking when I'm hungry because I, I always have to eat something if I'm cooking when I'm hungry because other, even though I'll probably ruin my dinner because I've, otherwise I will distress myself out. But it can take me a very long time just like chop an onion. Well, maybe yeah. not that one because that one's painful. But like to chop carrots or anything, like I really take my time and I put like a show on while I do it or a podcast, and oh I just gosh. like I just enjoy the time, the moment. That's but fair. then my dad will be like, "That was twenty minutes," and I'm like, "Well, whoops," and he's like, "That's how long the whole recipe is supposed to take." I'm like, "Oh, sorry, but I'm just enjoying myself over here." We'll get there in the end. Doesn't matter. No. It's fine. So, yeah. So then that's why I don't want to preheat an oven because by the time I'm done at the stage where it needs to be heated up, yeah. it's probably overheating, probably on that's fire. I'm like, oh, that's shit. True. So yeah, just and you just wasted me. a bunch of energy. And I'm like, man. And especially with difference. the prices right now. So Honestly, that's not even. It's not even. Let's not even go there. I have a fixed no. tariff. 
So listen, this is too much adulting talk. I tried to switch my <laughs> bank account the other day because there's like a lot of banks just, right yeah. now are giving you like 150 pounds if you switch. And I was like, that. I've been with the same bank since I was like 16. Let me just switch. And they rejected me. Oh. How do you get rejected for a current account? <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. That's brutal. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, that is really brutal. My I, brother not, did that. I'm not applying for, a, case of for a credit card. How can you reject me for a current account? I was so upset. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. So funny. Yeah, Rory moved his <gasps> bank account because you got a free case of wine with the one he moved to. If you if you switch to them, oh. they give you a free case of wine. I don't know. And then he said yeah. he was moving. He just like, he keeps doing it. He keeps finding other ones. Yeah. Or, like, I mean, that's the way to go. That's why I was like, yeah. okay, I'm going to do it. Like HSBC are not doing anything for my life. They're really boring. I don't get any yeah. plugs. So it's see so ya. <laughs> and then, yeah, NatWest were like, nope. I was like, you didn't even give me a reason why as well. That is rude. Disrespectful. It's very rude. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't blame you. But um, I finished, I'm trying to think if I have any life updates. Oh, I finished Love is Blind, iconic show. I love it. I am like halfway through. Oh, I just watched the don't. reunion last night. Oh God, no, don't. No, mm. I don't want to hear anything about it. But well, okay, I'm not going to say anything. But like, can you say your thoughts? Okay. Um. So far? I think Shayna is very shady. The one who broke up with the guy because she's uh, Christian okay, and yeah. he's not Christian. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. he like went, she was going to Shane and basically telling him that mm-hmm. she didn't think that his relationship with Natalie was real. Extremely mm-hmm. shady. Um, my biggest thought, and I don't know if this is going to sound controversial, but I feel like yeah. Shake and Deep Tea are like each other's cultural beards. Because, like, when they first came in, they both were, like, very of, of this mindset of, like, oh, yeah, I'm Indian, but I've only ever dated, like, white white mm-hmm. people. Or, like, you know, I'm not, they, the way that they live their lifestyle is not very traditionally in line with their cultures. Mm-hmm. But then it just so happens that they get onto Love is Blind and suddenly it's like, oh, I'm going to marry someone Indian. And personally, I feel like they're low-key mm-hmm. doing it to satisfy their families. So they can mm. say, oh, look, I've married someone Indian, but then still be together and live a very un-Indian lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, yeah, they're each other's beards. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything because I have thoughts, yeah. but I'll save them for when you, I'll save them for the next episode when you finish. Okay. Oh, are, the, are, are so your you, you need to finish by later then. in the season. I, I probably will. You need to finish by then so we can recap on the pod. Okay. Because I I, I have a, I have a lot of things to say, but I don't want to spoil. So okay, yeah, please don't spoil for me. So I, I won't. So I'll 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 keep a zip just now. But the the reunion is gonna blow your mind. Oh God, I'm no, excited. It's like it, yeah, it's good. It was fun. Um, okay. And then I finished Sweet Magnolias today. <laughs> what is that? The, it's like I'm a really quite a sweet Netflix show about. Okay um it's yes yeah, I don't it's kind of to me it's kind of a little bit satire but I don't think that's intentional but right it's like it's just like one of those dramas or in a town and they're like a god-fearing town in the south but like oh, I don't god. know but to me it's kind of like, sounds like my worst nightmare but it's kind of like done in a way that's I don't know how to explain it 
in a way that's kind of like making fun of it almost but maybe that's just me doing that <laughs> right okay like I really like the storylines though it's cute it's like I've, it's basically like three best friends okay who've grown up together and every week they have like a margarita night where they pour it out and they like tell right. everything that's going on in their lives and like help each other and the storylines are just quite quite fun well, not fun okay not fun emotional <laughs> they're definitely not fun. yeah but yeah no it's it's fun not fun that's the wrong word it's not fun stop saying it's that enjoyable but, but it's, it's not a, fun it's this kind of show that they always give you those season and a season cliffhangers that are really uh, annoying, like really irritating yeah um so i finished it today and it did it again and i was like for fuck why how many seasons are there this is the third the second season the second okay. season and it's really annoying because it also takes so long for the new season to come out that I forget what happened in the mm. one before. I don't know yeah. what happened. I don't know what the cliffhanger was. And they didn't, like, at the start of the season, they didn't recap what recap happened it. in the season before. Oh, that that's happened. annoying. I was like, I don't remember. It took me, like, a minute. But by, like, not pretty early and I figured out what was I remembered. But it did take me a minute to be like, what's going on again? Like, here's this person again? And why are they yeah, doing exactly. that? And, yeah, I hate when shows do that. It's very annoying. Yeah, right. Mm. Anyway, so let's talk about, I was going to say, the meat of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> The meat. I've just heard someone say that before, but it doesn't sound as good when I say I it. don't like that. Let's not do that again. <laughs> no, I don't like that the at all. Bulk, uh, the bulk of the episode. Somehow that is worse. <laughs> yeah, they're both quite bad. Actually. Yeah, they're both <laughs> awful. Let's not use either of those. Okay. Well, let's talk about the main topic. That's um, better. So, um, I don't, do we want to start with like, women that we're inspired by where do we yeah let's yeah start there okay okay do you have any specifically yeah i will first okay okay you go (laughs) i actually recently have like rediscovered i suppose um frida kalu like i knew who she was and everything and i always found her to be like really interesting but i feel like i didn't know a ton about her story Mm. Um, until I was like doing a lesson on role models with my kids from um, the LGBT inclusive education um, organization right. in Scotland and also I'd just like to say that that is the name of the of the organization That's like a I am not, I am, a not I am not removing the Q plus just for yeah. the record that is that that is what their organization is called just so you know. okay um, okay. just so people don't come for me um so they um yeah they had Frida Kahlo like as one of the role models on this powerpoint and I just didn't realize like I mean I knew that she'd done inspirational things and stuff but I was like oh wow like this woman's actually really freaking cool like mm-hmm. I didn't really know that she wrote poetry yeah um, she was bisexual wasn't also, she like a spy as well yeah she was also like yeah. disabled yeah. Um, so she was like representing a lot of minorities, which I just thought was mm. like really cool. And I'm actually excited because coincidentally, the cinema that opened here, the little community cin- cinema, which is honestly the most wholesome thing of all time, really um, just opened, is doing like a film about, I don't know, it's like a film exhibition or something on Tuesday night about her and um dollar I booked myself a ticket already I was actually the first one to buy a ticket and I was like Wait. that's really cute 
That's yeah, so adorable. So I'm so excited. I think it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. So yeah, that's probably like who I'm like really inspired by at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel like otherwise I don't tend to like look for inspiration from women from like people I don't know that mm-hmm. often. Like I I find a lot of the inspiration in my life comes from like people who I'm I know whether it's like on a on a scale of like family or close friends or just like more like passing acquaintances but people yeah. who I've like got to know in life because I always think that there's an element with people that you don't know that it's like who's telling their story and then also mm-hmm. like how is it being framed and things like that and it's yeah. different like when it's them telling their story like I've been loving um becoming by michelle obama recently oh i really need to read that well i've been listening to it i have it on audible okay. so yeah they're making a, 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 a movie netflix. about her as well right is it not on netflix is there not a film on netflix as well already or did i'm or not sure but out? i think i think the new one is gonna be uh viola davis playing her and so Ooh. i just already know it's gonna be phenomenal mm-hmm. whatever it is or whatever platform it's gonna be on I will be mm. watching it. Yeah, yeah, no, I really enjoy the audiobook actually because her reading it. So, oh, really, yeah, it's really cool. Okay. Because I like downloaded it. I must have been forever ago when I like had Audible and you got like free credit. That mm. was what I did. And then I kind of forgot about audiobooks for a couple of years. And then I was like, the other day, I was like, God, sometimes like when I'm in my car, I just don't want like a song. And I also don't want like a podcast where it's like very energetic and things like that I want something more yeah. like zen and relaxing and I think like, and I have not been reading as much as I want to be recently just with work so I am um, yeah I re-downloaded audible and I saw that I had that book and I also have normal people on it as well which I haven't started listening to okay. I just know there's a lot of mixed reviews about that one so I thought I'd start with one which I was more likely to like so yeah that's and I've fun. been loving it I just got to a chapter where she first meets Barack Obama and it's really interesting oh my gosh. it's kind of cool because I never like knew how they met or anything was, like, yeah oh, really cute so oh, I definitely yeah. need to read that yeah I'm sure my I, mom has the book tucked away somewhere I nicked that from her at some point yeah really <laughs> but yeah I feel like I get it more from like friends or just like women that I'm surrounded by in my life like mm. in the workplace like whenever even just small things like when someone takes a stand for something they believe in it's just like it's empowering and mm-hmm. um obviously like I would say the people I get it from most in my life like inspiration from is definitely like obviously my mom is like a massive inspiration powerhouse strong women very like independent women um like my closest friends are very you just like I think we've all really grown into women which has been really cool to watch yeah and, like the perspective of a friend especially their friends that you've known for so long to see them go through these journeys and some of them go through these like horrific journeys mm-hmm. and like come at the other side uh more fascinating not more fascinating but like to come at the other side like a more well-rounded person and to figure themselves out and be more like in touch with their own identity and more like aware of their female identity and like how they want to portray themselves and what it right. means to them to be a woman do you know what I mean mm-hmm. so that's like my take on that I don't know. yeah I think I'm very similar like I think um 
when I was growing up I was always like my parents always more so taught me to look for like goal models and not role models so it's like mm-hmm. it's okay Ooh, to look up I to... love that that's so, that's right? a quote that's a quote right so that's going like, on the Instagram yeah <laughs> so they were like you know it's cool to like look up to the certain things that people mm-hmm. have done but if you view someone as a role model you kind of put them on a pedestal and then that yes. ignores that maybe sometimes not so good parts of them because obviously nobody's perfect so like everybody has mm-hmm. good and bad traits so I'm not going to say oh that one person I really look up to because there are there'll be certain aspects about them that is probably something I should not really look up to but instead mm-hmm. I can say oh they have achieved that thing which is amazing and so I will look up to that um rather so I think just in general I think I just women who just really have this like I don't give a single fuck kind of energy about them I (laughs) really like which right now I'm really just enjoying Rihanna being pregnant right now Mm. because her pregnancy fashion she literally every single outfit she wears is just I don't give a fuck like Mm. I'm not gonna do this thing that you expect pregnant women to do where you expect us to hide ourselves away and minimize our bumps like you she's like listen I'm pregnant and you're gonna see this bump you're gonna see it and I'm still gonna be hot as fuck while you see it and I just I love that I love just seeing women just taking up space and Mm. being unapologetic about it which is something that I've realized recently well I guess maybe in the last year or so is like for me I think that's just the main thing I've realized is like my biggest protest in this society I guess as a black woman is just to exist Mm -hmm. like you know trying to actively fight against all of these things like yeah that's great but it's like on me that is very very draining whereas the biggest impact I can make is to just live unapologetically as myself because that already is just going to piss off so many people and I love that (laughs) so yeah that's that's for me, that's that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now. Just nice. women that don't care. Yeah. Just don't give a fuck. Yeah. No, yeah, I think that's so true. And I think it's like the reclaiming, isn't it, of the female yes. experience is yes. what she's doing by doing that. She's yeah. like reclaiming that this is like what she is going through and she can identify with that however she wants to and exactly. demonstrate it however she feels comfortable. And every other woman can do what they want to do. I, it's mm. kind of a bit like the thing with... um like breastfeeding like every woman should be able to do it at the comfortability level that they're comfortable with like it shouldn't right, be exactly imposed on them and it shouldn't be like forbidden to do it in places I think should be the choice of the woman and if a woman doesn't feel comfortable doing it in public they shouldn't have to but if yeah. a woman does they shouldn't be like shamed for it 100%. like it should be it should 100%. be their choice and their choice only like it shouldn't yeah. be the choice of other people so it's no, I, I love that. I think that's such a good point. And I think also the thing that is just so important about International Women's Day and like Women's Month is it it gives, I suppose it gives like an added voice to, to feminism and to being a woman. And it also tends to bring out like deeper discussions mm-hmm. that, pe- that people probably are having year round, but it, it's like, a more world view is happening on them at that moment like yeah everyone is talking about it at that time so like the conversations are more broadcasted and it's mm-hmm. more like widely spread and there's always like more things to be talking about and I think that it does like throughout the years has become so much more focused on things that are more important like intersectionality and mm. also like how do we define what it is to be a woman and making sure that like trans women are included within 
International Women's Day because they are women. So why wouldn't yeah. they be included? Um, and I think that's like the conversation that's really interesting and important about it. And I think that March is just a time where it's more popular within like, I don't know, like it's not more popular like within my life, but like in terms of like, yeah. the public eye. Yes, like it brings more, a lot more yes. of like a spotlight to it. Yes, there's more attention put on it. Is it like, is it, is it like fair that there's just like one month and then it's like, oh, who gives a shit? No, yeah. but like it's the, that's the same with Black History Month. Like there isn't, why is there just one month? And then it's like, who gives a shit? Like it shouldn't yeah. be that way. It shouldn't be that way, but yeah. 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 So, and this is like the start. This is the first stepping stone and it's so true mm-hmm. what you're saying about you know highlighting the intersectionality of it all mm-hmm. as well because I have a couple of friends who identify as non-binary but they're also mm-hmm. still very like femme presenting mm-hmm. so for me it's really interesting to see like how they kind of still identify with womanhood I guess because that was how they have been raised in the society up to a certain point that they've then decided no I'm non-binary and you know maybe still choosing to present very feminine therefore being Mm. perceived by society as a woman but then still feeling in themselves like no I'm non-binary and it's 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 very interesting to see like one of my friends um is non-binary and is a model Mm -hmm. and I think is currently like taking part in a campaign with their modeling agency about I think they brought together just a bunch of like different female or non-binary mm-hmm. presenting models for the agency and they're all doing a campaign about like the evolution of femininity so I think that's what they're working on at the moment I don't think it's out yet but I think it will be really interesting to see all of the different like perspectives of how different people define what it is to be a woman and how they define their femininity because it looks so different for so many people mm-hmm. and I, I love that it's great no that's so cool and I think like what you said as well that other people even though they identify as non-binary and rightfully so other people might like unfairly define them Mm. as a woman and discriminate them for that reason as well as also have but then they also have the other puzzle piece of then being discriminated against for being non-binary so that is that intersectionality again because it's like like being feminine and presenting fem like femmes and then also being non-binary like two different things yeah that can have a different impact in the way that people treat you and the way that people react to you so it's like it's important to consider that intersectionality is the same with like if somebody was to be disabled and also be like be a woman then there's like Mm -hmm. two different angles and you can't imagine that anything that people say to them is that you can't say well that's happening because she's a woman or that's happening yeah. because she's disabled because you don't know that like there's no way to know because both of those parts are part of that person like yeah they cannot and they're just so interlinked lose one. yeah yeah you true. can't just lose one so it's like it and even if that person maybe is saying no I'm doing that well I don't know why they would admit to that but mm-hmm. I'm doing that because that person is a woman that doesn't mean that subconsciously they're not thinking other things as well yeah and it it just changes their lives and how they will experience their life compared to how like I might experience my life yeah yeah it's true and I think that's why it's so important to just like keep an open mind but also not Mm. be afraid to ask because I think Mm. I've made this mistake recently when someone new started working um with me and I just assumed from the way that they looked that they were male 
until they asked me what my pronouns were I was like oh she her and then they said oh mine are she they and I was just like you know obviously I didn't react to it outwardly but in my head I kind of was like oh Mm. shit you just made that assumption of that person's gender just because of what they looked like um and then like the more I was working with them I noticed that they were kind of like getting tired quite a bit and like having to take a lot of breaks and stuff so I was just went and asked them like are you okay like is there anything that I can do to like help you out and stuff and they were saying though it's fine it's just because I've just started hormones and they're Mm -hmm. like affecting me Mm -hmm. in this sort of way and I was like see again I'm just so unaware that this person is obviously under the process of transitioning and but obviously because of how they look to the outward world I just made an assumption that this mm-hmm. person is you know a cisgendered male when that that wasn't the case and so that's definitely something that I need to be more sensitive of you mm-hmm. can't just you know assume these things because you have no idea what anybody's going through what they're experiencing and obviously as a woman I like I was a biological woman I understand that yes our hormones affect us in certain ways but it had never even crossed my mind like actually when you're taking a course of hormones because you're transitioning how mm. does that affect you it's not even something I ever thought about yeah. and so now it's just like right at the forefront of my mind I'm like I need to be a lot more sensitive to that kind of stuff because it's not even something that I think about and that in a sense is a kind of privilege for me yeah I didn't even yeah realize I had mm-hmm. so no I think that's important as well though it's like owning the privilege that you do have and recognizing it it's mm. not like berating yourself for having it because you cannot control like typically you cannot control what privileges you have mm. within life it's not it's not a decision that you make yeah, however it's you true. can be conscious about how you handle that privilege and what you do with that privilege 100%, and how you own yeah. that privilege and how you own like that like some factors about having that privilege are wrong not like well yeah like but not like wrong as in like you having it but like the fact that the privilege exists is wrong yeah yeah you can still understand that and try to move away from that whilst also recognizing Mm -hmm. that you exist in that space where it still benefits you yeah like like having that thing where it's like and nobody's gonna be perfect at it of course they're not but it's like me recognizing yes I'm a woman and obviously that comes with things that make my life difficult but also I'm white so that comes with things that don't make my life difficult and things that make my life easier in ways mm. that I didn't really consider until I was older and in ways that I probably still don't always realize because I've grown up for so long with it that I don't know any different so it's yeah like, it's more it's more like in terms of owning your privilege like being like okay well yes I'm aware of this but also not being like but this is like this is my take on it like it's like listening to what other people have yeah, to say about 100%. their lives because you can't you can't possibly know what it's like to walk in their shoes and it's yeah. not necessarily that they're blaming you but they can be angry about the situation yeah it's, it's true guilt, it's probably because you benefited from it yeah and like, it's, it's true. also normal to feel that guilt but it's like then what do you do with it do you yeah to benefit things to make a change with things or do you sit with it and just like berate yourself and not and who does that help like what is it's the true. point in honestly that? I was having this exact conversation with a friend yesterday mm-hmm. who's uh Jewish and autistic so we were just talking about a lot of like the intersections of so many different things in mm. like the society and stuff and I was saying I mean I probably said this before at some point in the podcast because it's something that I say quite often like it would be very easy for me to like wallow in my own self-pity about the fact that oh I'm a black woman in this society Mm. and that is so difficult and while that is difficult I also have to realize that like 
you know, I'm able-bodied and I'm neurotypical. And while, mm-hmm. yes, I have come from a working class background, I have always had enough that I needed. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, and all of those things come with certain privileges that other people, even if they're not black, they may not have had access to. So it's so easy. It could be so easy for me to say, oh yeah, I'm, you know, at the bottom of the pyramid and everything is so hard for me because of this. But certain things in this life are easier for me than other people because of these things. Therefore, I need to recognize those and think, how can I use those privileges that I do have to help those other people that don't have those? So it's like, yeah, I think it's one of those things where as soon as people hear the word privilege, they, they assume that you're like, trying to attack them and trying to yeah. say oh your life has been so easy and it's like nobody's saying your life yeah has been they're not they're not you... saying that you were fed with a silver spoon like that's exactly a that's a completely that's a... different thing to say to someone than it is that's a very different thing. lived with some privilege they yeah. say that to someone yes that is an attack but also it's if you're saying that to someone is an attack it's probably true like probably true. some people have lived their lives like that and but they can control whether they continue to live their, their lives exactly. like that or not it's you can choose to be independent like obviously I know it's not as simple as people make Mm -hmm. it out to be but if you feel like your family give you a lot of money and you don't think like that's how you want to live the rest of your life then like look for a job get a job like do things actively you know or if you do want to continue to live that life I mean personally I wouldn't blame you but it's like being aware (laughs) it's like being aware that you know you have had that Mm -hmm. that huge step up and you won't life. know and what it's like to have to work yeah, for what you exactly, want. Exactly. Exactly. Or not or even like, what you want for what you need. Yeah. Or like trying to put other people down for not being in the same position as you and saying that it's because they haven't worked hard enough when it's like, what well, do you haven't, you haven't worked for this either. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you've just shown up. <laughs> yeah. You just exist. And that's fair enough. And I, I think know, it's people the same don't goes have for it that people easy. that do work really hard too. I think it's also recognizing, yeah, maybe you worked really hard and you got to X but I could have worked just as hard and got to why and the reason why I don't want to be it it's not it's not right because do you know what I mean like the reason yeah. why you're at b you're at c but I'm at b is because I would rather be further back in the alphabet but mm-hmm. feel like I have my health and well-being and I have my life together yeah and be way down you know, zed but I don't have no friends I don't have any family to talk to me anymore mm. I don't spend any time doing things for myself I'm have completely lost my identity like that's yeah. not that's not if that's how you want to live your life that's like your choice and I don't disrespect like people that make that choice but personally I would rather not like I'm yeah. okay like I don't yeah. I don't think it's worth it What's but it also point? could be a thing of like you two people could have put in the same amount of work but because of that certain person's mm-hmm. privilege mm-hmm. they've been able to skip P-Q-R-L-M-N-O-P whereas you've had to work through every single letter so it's not to say that they haven't worked hard but their privileges have allowed them to take two steps and let's be real that's still a massive thing in a lot of countries with gender yeah with so many industries not with every industry don't get me wrong like I very much work in an industry that is probably a lot more female centered I won't lie Mm -hmm. like I don't think that in my career I am disadvantaged by being a woman currently like within my full-time job right now Mm. I wouldn't say that's a disadvantage however I would say that there are other things I've done in my life where it is a disadvantage Mm. and there is industries that I would have to work harder to be in 
for more than one sometimes because the industry has so many women it can be hard because then the men stick out yeah you don't stand out yeah 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 but then it can also go the opposite way where you stand out so they don't want you because you're a woman. yeah it's like you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't you know yeah, like that's what it feels like because that's sometimes is what it's like it's like oh well we could use a male guy like we could use a guy mm-hmm. here so we're gonna go with a guy even though like hundreds of really great women have applied but mm-hmm. we need we need a guy for and i that also is why diversity things get complicated because then it's like but we need a guy to like be diverse and it's like but do, do you always like yeah like also is that really diversity then if you're choosing that person yeah. you know do you know what because I mean because of their because so of that, that you can yeah. tick every box yeah exactly yeah. like I consider it diversity if you hired the best person for every position and then because of that you ended up with a diverse almost group. like the best Not way to have you... diversity would be to be like almost like the mask singer but like for for um job interviews you know what I mean yeah where you don't know what the person looks like yeah. who the person like obviously you know who they are like on paper but yeah. you but within the piece of like within someone's CV and their job application like you took out the like additional information survey box thing about diversity mm-hmm. you took out that you would not know the person's sexual orientation you yeah. probably you you might know their gender but you it depends you might not it depends because obviously they might use pronouns and writing in their application mm-hmm. But you won't know their race. You won't know their ethnicity. You won't know their religion. You won't know any of those things. Yeah. So then you would fully be like taking the best candidate based solely off of the fact. And maybe you just like candidate. don't look at their names. Yeah. You know, like A, yeah. B, and C. And then you say, oh, we want B. And you don't know mm-hmm. who that is. And you don't need to know until you've hired them. That would mm-hmm. be the way to be the most diverse. I know that logistically it would never probably happen. But that is how you would be really diverse like that, yeah. is, that if I if I ever heard of a company doing that then I would be like well do you know what even though they have like I don't know three of the same type of person even though that doesn't really mean anything they're still diverse because they picked all these people without thinking about that yeah whereas if you're going well well we we don't need another one of them then it's like mm. no that's yeah. not what that means it's about yeah. giving equal opportunities it's not about being like oh well you can have a leg up for this it's like well that doesn't really make any sense (laughs) yeah no I agree I agree I agree which brings me to um our next point Mm -hmm. um so obviously I spoke a little bit about Ukraine in last week's episode um in the intro but Maddie and I had recorded like the main part of the episode long like before anything had happened um so I did link choose love in the show notes last week and we'll probably do the same this week because I find Choose Love to be one of the charities that can trust in terms of Mm -hmm. working with refugees and they have Mm -hmm. like a Ukraine specific um, appeal right now so you know that money is going directly to them but I do want to kind of talk about that intersectionality a little bit as well of not just being like a woman and being a refugee but also the refugee the way that you seem to be treated and don't get me wrong I think what is happening in Ukraine is awful it is Mm. horrendous like I am appalled I'm disgusted like the fact that they are going and bombing like schools yeah like that is what I think it is is there it's so I think it's so relevant to be talking about this like for International Women's Day and like Women's Month because Mm. 
if we're being blunt about this, yeah, this that's what I'm going to I feel like, we're say the same like thing. it's literally just men menning. Yeah. That's what it is. It's just men being men. Yeah. But and obviously, when men like, are being men, everyone else suffers. Yeah. It's just like the fact that he is going to the extent that he is going, like, I don't think that he should be bombing anywhere or anything, regardless. Mm. But what stands out to me even more is this fact that he is going and bombing, like, residential areas which will not gain him any political goodness and will not get people on his side because you're not it's there's nothing just being a tyrant smart about that like yeah not that i think any of it is smart but you know what i mean like practically that is not gonna help with what he's claiming he wants to achieve he is Mm. not going to achieve that doing what he's doing and obviously, yes, the kids were not in the school, but doesn't matter. Like, but that's not the point. Yeah. Why would like, you? Yeah, what is it's that? true. That's not, if you're saying you want to like be a part of their country and you want to like, obviously you just want to rule it again. Like we all know that, but that's not how you get people on your side. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that you deserve to anyway. Yeah. But I think the point that I want to make is. I think everyone should be helping Ukraine and I'm absolutely all for it. And I think that the UK get better get their shit together. Yeah. And stop saying one thing and doing another because I'm it's fucking just gesture tired politics. Of it. If the UK is good at one thing, it's, it's gesture politics. It's yeah. Just that's the all they're good at. Performance I've ever seen. Like there should be a bloody Oscar. You know, yeah. like I'm done. Well, not even an Oscar, like the shitty ones. Like I don't remember the one like that Sandra Bullock went. <laughs> no, what's the one that like Sandra Bullock went to one year as a joke? Because there was like the ones for like the shittest actor or whatever. And Sandra Bullock went one year because she's an icon. Um I don't know. I've not heard of that isn't one. Isn't that so funny? It's like a one where they give they like vote people for like bet, bet worst actor of the year and stuff. That's like so that. jokes. I've and never then heard of that Sandra before. Bullock came one year because like normally celebrities just don't go or do anything and Sandra Bullock went and she collected her Oscar her like whatever it is and gave a speech I love that for her iconic so and she funny. actually I think she actually won an Oscar the same year so she's having a good year. <laughs> if I was out I'd put those two trophies right next to each other yeah, exactly yeah that is funny but, um yeah it's pathetic it's it's like yeah. amateur theatrics but honestly um, what I was gonna say was um what why though is it like i yes they should all get help and everything but why wasn't this the reaction for syria mm. why wasn't this the reaction for afghanistan mm. like what makes those well i know what makes those like, yeah i know but that's not my like i don't care i in my opinion i don't give a shit what makes them different like what makes it so different that we're all going to stick up for Ukraine and we're going to say things and we're going to put our, we're going to put our homes out there for people to stay in. And we're going to be giving out food and even scouts yeah. are going to be going around and hunting out things. And that's going to be on the news. And that's wonderful. And I'm not, I am absolutely not taking away from that in any way, shape or form. I mm-hmm. just want to say, why the fuck is it not happening for other refugees? It's true. Like no, they deserve completely. it just as much. Like yeah. Syria didn't ask for what happened to them. Afghanistan sure as hell didn't ask what for happened to them. And what's even worse, we went in there and we made it worse. I'm yeah. like, but the thing is that you went in and you made it worse because you continued the fight. Yeah. Whereas we just, it's yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, I know it's it's off topic, but it's not because this is affecting women around the world. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a massive difference in terms of like female refugees and i think that 
to be a refugee at all would be a horrific traumatic experience and I'm Mm -hmm. absolutely not taking that away from anyone's identity whatsoever but that intersectionality that is happening right there so Mm. blatantly obviously in front of the world is the part that is just so incredibly problematic it's true and it's it's like how can you how can you do that yeah I've been saying this like almost from the start I'm like the entire world is like watching what is basically the beginning of like world war three and you still have time you still have time and energy to be racist and sexist like what's wrong with you like why are all these reporters coming on the news claiming all this stuff about like oh we can't believe that this is happening in ukraine it's not as if this is like some third world country i'm like so basically what you're saying is it's acceptable when it's happening in the middle east or it's acceptable when it's happening in africa but not in europe as if the entirety of europe's history and culture is not war exactly like please look at world history for the last amount of centuries and tell me where in the world have the majority of the wars started or taken place it is europe war is european history so why are we trying to act like war happening in other places of the world is just such a normal thing because those people are so uncivilized and barbaric Mm -hmm. but not Europeans Europeans would never like please shut the fuck up because the majority of those wars happening in all of these other places were started by Europe exactly or or America went in Europe or America that went in ruined some stuff and then slyly pulled themselves out and then wanted to switch the narrative being like, oh, look at all these people fighting. They're fighting because yes. of you, bro. They're fighting because of you. Or and you, you still... just went and made it worse. Yeah, <laughs> or you went and made it worse because you were only thinking about you. You were like, oh, if we sneak in there, we can steal their oil and we can steal their resources. Because yes, exactly. you're only thinking about yourself. And then you have the audacity to turn around and say, oh yes, we want to get all of the refugees out of Ukraine, but not the Africans. They need to wait. We'll let the white ones through first. Or it's so disgusting that they're dropping all these different kinds of bombs on Ukraine, but it's fine when they do it in Afghanistan or Iraq. That's okay. I know. Please make it make sense. Make it make sense. I'm so confused. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. That's the part that it, and it's the fact that like they're all these countries are opening their border like obviously the UK isn't but most other countries are opening themselves to Ukraine refugees and are making it possible and making it almost like not not easy but are making it like a plausible option to Mm. to get there and to be safe Mm -hmm. but Syrians are continuing to die in the channel yeah like right now today there will be people in the channel yeah for the exact same reason the exact same reason that ukraine ukraine ukrainian ukrainians yeah would be leaving to come like what's yeah. the i don't get like, what's I'm the difference like, what's the difference i don't yeah and I it's know. not like syria can just go to their neighboring country yeah they're in war too <laughs> like yeah like i'm sure that they don't want because people seem to have like the worst thing about britain is people seem to have this like eluded view of britain as being like mm. the british dream I, it's like the american dream in my mind yeah where they think that people are coming here for all of these things yeah 
they're, they're like not. they want to take our jobs and our benefits or they just want to survive this place that they can find yeah and also maybe they've gone to greece and seen that like friends are getting shot when they arrive in greece yeah exactly. so, like, well, i don't think that was greece i think it was turkey but you know what i mean so mm-hmm. then they're like shit i don't want to go there and they're mm-hmm. thinking or maybe they speak english and they think well yeah. they speak english in that country exactly so sense, i'll go there i'll be able to speak the language a little bit and i yeah. don't know any french but I know a little bit of English, so I can probably pick it up faster. Yeah, like, it's, it's completely true. logical. Or maybe they're thinking, I have friends over there. Or, mm-hmm. oh, I, I have like, family I, here. I have yeah. family here. Like, so that makes sense. Like, I just think, like, if everyone was to open their borders, then we wouldn't have an overflux of people because everyone's not going to go to the same place. Yeah, like, it's true. Get out of your, your head, out of your own ass. Like, why do yeah. you think so many people want to be here? yeah but also it's like it's so funny that like people have this view but actually if you look at the statistics in Mm. all of europe britain takes in the least amount of refugees than any other country even countries that are smaller than us that are not as rich as us take in more refugees than we do are like the amount of people that come for I can't remember what the phrase is it's like economic something there's like a phrase for it basically mm. in the amount of people that come because they can make better money here is like the smallest percentage yeah. ever yeah so it's like it's why are you going to judge a whole group of collective or a whole collective of people you all have such different life skills and mm. abilities that that's what they have to do like they've got to come here and then first of all you're not even going to give them a job in what they're actually good at yeah like you're gonna make a doctor be like a fruit picker it's like yeah do you know how degrading that is no they don't because they've never they've never been in that position in their entire lives so they'd never know it's like you wouldn't you just wouldn't you wouldn't get that that like um treatment in return Mm. so it just yeah i mean yeah i know you kind of just went on on one but i just feel like it's exhausting and obviously Mm. there is so many women going through this right now and obviously so yeah. many women are fleeing because i know that a lot of men are state will are have no choice stay to fight, stay. yeah which i also think is an interesting thing because obviously i was kind of thinking about it and i was like well why is it just men staying mm. and i was like well like i'm not saying like i don't want to fight any war like hell no like i'm okay no. like i could but not, it should be a choice i think not, not it shouldn't be dependent on gender yeah that's the part where yeah. I was like oh that's kind of like because like touch on wood swear to god I hope it never happens but if there was a war here I don't think you could do that no I I would like to think as a yeah. country that because there's women in the army here mm. so you could not just make it the men but what I was thinking was the per single fathers like i am not saying that this this is easy for anyone in any way shape or form by any means i think that to leave your husband to leave your father to leave your sons leave your uncles to leave any man within your life must be incredibly difficult and also to then embark on that journey as a woman without Mm. a man must be terrifying yeah because you don't have the man beside you for that like as much as it's perfect to say protection that you might need to avoid that judgment that you're going to receive already for being a refugee which is not something within your control but then being a woman that's having to 
figure this all out by themselves mm. adds a whole other layer to it and then having to do that with children but I was just like but these single fathers like their kids having to leave their kids behind yeah I was like and where do their kids go because who do their kids have because if they have a single father like you don't know what other family they actually have exactly and I was like what does that mean for those children have basically come become orphans they're orphans yeah which is like that's why it has to be a choice you cannot Mm. you're gonna leave all of these children without a dad like without Mm. anyone and I'm not like obviously I know there's orphans anyway but you're gonna orphan even more yeah and you're gonna or they're gonna have to take this horrible horrible horrific journey alone as a child yeah yeah anything can happen to them that's and also it's like, like when you think about that as well that's like prime like trafficking material yes especially children having to you know evacuate by themselves they have no one people with ill intentions because there always are going to be people with ill intentions trying to profit are going to be like oh well no one's paying attention to these children Mm -hmm. i'll have those and And then especially especially for young girls it's going to be like yeah it's going to be where they where in the world they will end up what they will have to be doing like it's horrible yeah it's scary and they're not going to have that security that that they deserve so you can only hope and pray that they do have another family member and then you're going to get you know you might have their their dad fighting in this war trying to do everything Mm -hmm. they can to survive they make it to the end and then they come back and they have no idea where their children have gone yeah and they never find them again they never see them again i know it's just so yeah so so messed up on that note on this rather somber note before i start crying my (laughs) laptop is gonna die so that's fair um we are gonna have to go the next international women's day will be a little bit less of a reality check not next international women's day the next like small episode episode will be a little bit less of a reality check and more of a celebration Mm -hmm. of all things female so stay tuned for that it'll be a lighter episode but we'll still have a little bit moments because it will still be women's month and it's important that you recognize these things and i think in conversations with each other we also recognize things throughout these episodes so Mm -hmm. hopefully you learn something at home and as per usual like these are our opinions we're not saying you have to agree with us you don't have to listen if you don't want to no one is forcing you but if you did like it you can leave a review um we love a five star review if you're feeling generous i think Um, that's what we deserve anyway exactly and you can follow (laughs) us on fancy blether um as i said before check out choose love and i will link them in the show notes again we probably will also find like a female charity every week to represent so there probably will be one for this week in the show notes as well i haven't found one yet but when i do it will be there um, yeah, so follow us on Instagram, check out our TikTok at Fancy Blather, head to fancyblather.com and uh, have a wonderful week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.